Welcome to the In God We Trust podcast. I'm your host, Sam Negrete, and also hosting with me is Andrew Schrader. Yo, yo. All right, we're going to get off to a great start with this podcast. And our first topic at hand is Black Lives Matter. So we're going to get into that. We're going to look into the American aspect of it. And we're going to look also at the Christianity aspect of it. So this podcast is brand new, of course. And we're going to talk about whether how God also interacts with government slash politics. Because so me, I'm a, a government major in school right now. And Andrew is a... I am a Christian studies major or GCU. Yeah. Yes, basically. Me and Andrew go way back. We've been knowing each other since... Way, way back. Yeah, sophomore year of high school? Yeah, sophomore year, man. Dang. And now we're in sophomore year of college. Yep. That's insane. That that is insane. And we were roommates freshman year at... Arizona Christian University. That was also something else. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get to it. So, I'll be the the politician slash political aspect of it, and a a mixture of both sometimes. But then Andrew's gonna come in and give me the Christianity aspect of it, with also a little bit of political aspect as well. Yes. So mainly, this is gonna be a. Theological aspect, but yeah, he summed it up pretty nice. Yeah, so when I think of Black Lives Matter, I just think of, you know, that cliche saying, oh, all lives matter. But then I hear this from the Black Lives Matter community, and it's, we never said all lives don't matter. We just say that Black Lives Matter now because they're quote-unquote, endangered. Mm. You heard that before? Yeah, I've heard that phrase. Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, they're not really endangered. Like, I think that phrase makes it seem like they're being hunted down. Like, the African community is being hunted down by police when like that's the case at all. Like, they're, they're the primary prey? Yeah. And then the police... Are the predator, so that's yeah, but that's not true. Yeah, and, and and that's not true at all. So it's like I don't see that how they articulate that argument. Where I see is that of like, like I said before, all lives matter. So Black Lives Matter shouldn't even be a movement because it just honestly I see it as kind of racist to say that one race matters over another because they're quote-unquote at risk it doesn't make any sense it's not a race issue it's a heart problem it's a heart issue i agree yeah so it, it shouldn't even be a government issue see back in the day in the 60s with Martin Luther King and the Civil Rights Movement, that's that's fine because that was 
just pure racism. And that was a lot worse than what we're having now. I hear people say, oh, nothing has changed. Well, a lot has changed. Like, what? African Americans can vote. They have a say. We have African Americans in our U.S. government. Yeah, politicians, senators, governors. Exactly. So it's like, I don't know what they want. Like, Martin Luther King, he fought for a movement. He had a movement. They wanted a say, and they wanted something. They wanted to get a, not something, they wanted to get a Jim Crow laws. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when they have a movement now with marches and riots, what do they want? Yeah, what's their ultimate objective? What's their goal? So, for me at least, from what I am seeing, is that the BLM movement in and of itself is essentially... Not what they claim to be. So, what I mean by that is strictly Marxist ideals. And I know there may be some that say that's not true. They may say, hey, it's, it's primarily because of race. But again, what is the foundation? Are we... Like, which BLM? That that would be the question. I get what you're saying. And I... This is what I get from it. I get that it's a trend. Yeah. Because it happens like what every four years, right? Every election cycle, there's always you're just it's just always. All right, so yeah, I get what you're saying. I get that there's a little bit of you said that dual. Is it just Black Lives Matter, or is it just just more of a Marxism to move? Exactly. So the the point that I'm trying to get at really is. Is the movement itself purely Black Lives Matter? Because we can all raise hands together and say, yes, Black Lives Matter. We would all be in agreement. But the thing is, those riots, those things, those little tiny skirmishes that are happening across the states in, in terms of violence. And like that's, are you sure that's the same group? Because other groups would say that are, Black Lives Matter, quote unquote, would say, no, we're not a part of that group. But they would claim they are. And specifically, many conservatives and also politicians would also say that the other group that I'm talking about of BLM, the Marxist group, the communistic socialist group, they actually have their own websites. And if you were to check the description of what those websites are saying, they're saying we follow a Marxist uh, socialist ideology. That's our thing. And so the fear is with that worldview, who's to say black lives actually as a Christian, as Christians, mm-hmm. we can say black lives matter. They are made in the image of God. Genesis chapter one, verses 27 
and 28. So God created man in his, in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Verse 28, and God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish in the sea. Essentially goes on and on saying, be fruitful because God created man and woman in his own image. Mm -hmm. He gave them value. God is the standard upon what is good and whatever he says that is wrong is wrong. Yeah. And so my point is when it comes to a worldview that is against God's law, and is not just like against it in terms of, oh, it's code. I mean, straight up against it. Karl Marx hated Christians. He was a miserable man, well-documented. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to make that point clear. Because Charles Spurgeon was also alive during that time. And they had plenty to say about each other. <laughs> and so, yeah, so that, that's kind of where I'm trying to go in terms of which BLM group are we talking about. Mm -hmm. Well, honestly, I see it as the same group. It's the same exact group. There's, like, they're just, and I'm going to keep saying it. It's a trend. Like, what you're saying, it's like, I even learned that today. Well, I didn't learn it, but I went over that today with my assignments for a class. It's about uh, the Christian worldview based on of the origins of the universe. And like you said, man and woman are created in the image of God. And if you have favoritized one image over the other, in a way, it's almost blasphemous because you're destroying an image of God. Exactly, yeah, like God even said in his law, if you murder somebody, your life should be taken from you because mm -hmm. you murdered that person. Yeah. You murdered an image bearer of God. So you should be condoned. You know what we do today in that situation? Somebody murders somebody? Let's put them in a cell with other grown men. Yeah. Let's put them in a cell with other grown men and let's let the taxpayers, the taxpayer money, go towards that cell, whether that's his health care, his food, his housing, and also not to mention his other buddies that he's murdered with as well. Yeah. We're essentially taking care of that man, and he's just smiling away. And guess what? Depending on how many murders he's gone away with, mm -hmm. he, there's actually a limit to it. Sure, I mean, he could do life if you want to raise it to that level. Yeah. But guess what? You have to take care of that. You have to put that guy in. Might as well, cost, might as well call it foster care. For the, or not foster care, but you know, you know what I mean. Like a, That's what you're saying. Yeah, like care. And so, yeah, it's... it's to a point, man's law and man's wisdom, at the end of the day, who says? God said in his word that man is of value because he is an image bearer of God. He's the one who gives value. And so for us to go contrary and say, oh no, we're the lawmakers here. We're the standard. Us, us the BLM group, we're, we're the ones who call the shots. So who's to say that they're right in calling the shots? Now I know they're trying to be, there are people that are trying to be supportive, that are trying to stand up for what's right. Mm -hmm. We're not condoning that group at all. What we are saying is that other group, those other groups that 
start riots, the left, those groups go contrary to God's law and in fact are against it. Any, any opportunity they want to, oh, there's a Christian out there, he's white, let's go get after him. Now, I, I don't want to assume that, and, but there are people that look down towards other ethnic, ethnic groups, thinking that, oh, we've been abused so much, let's do the same to you. Now, again, I don't want to, I don't want to make this a point that every single individual that says, Black lives matter. I, I say amen. Black lives do matter. But God's law says so. Not because of my own understanding. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, like black lives matter or white lives matter. Red lives matter. Like all lives matter. It's just, they. it's the way they come out with it. It's like they make it seem as no other lives matter right now until ours is fixed. Yeah. Until ours is until our race is first taken care of. It's like, no, you can't do that. It's it's in a way it's racist. Like, question for you. Do you think that other races other than white can be racist? Yeah, I, I believe anybody in their sinful natural uh, nature for example, in Ephesians 2, it talks about how we are by nature the children of wrath. Mm -hmm. Essentially, it talks about we are dead in our sin. My point is, yes, we can. Our sin, <laughs> we are not limited to trying to get after each other. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say if, uh, you know, because we're more darker skin, that doesn't mean we can't. It's like, oh, technically, or if, for example, if there's a black gentleman with us, and he said, who's the, and he was to say something racist, you'd be like, oh, I didn't think you guys were capable of that. <laughs> it's like what do do we think do we do we actually think like logically think that other uh, like you know black people uh, Asians are incapable of being racist towards white people no they're not <laughs> it's wrong nonetheless i we say as christians that is wrong because god's law and god's word says it's wrong mm -hmm. you're you're being uh, an evil or you're insulting a person so <laughs> that's just yeah i mean it's it's ridiculous so yes we other all people mm -hmm. are able to be racist to one another yeah it's just so sad how this is the one thing i saw too over the past summer and the fall leading up to the election i saw a demonstrators of Black Lives Matter marching and having riots, but some of those uh, businesses that they burned down were black owned. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so. And then this too, they would put out signs saying "Black owned, don't uh, destroy or don't burn down anything." Right? Yeah. Now here's the thing. Think of this. What if a white man did that? But yeah, no, that would do that. <laughs> that would be something else. Yeah. That would be what? That would be right. Yeah, racist. Be racist. Yeah, that'd be racist. Yeah. So it's like you can't. No, it's 
it's yes, I get that there is some cases of police brutality. I've seen it. I've known cases about it. But that doesn't make police officers nationwide bad. And I get that I'm gonna get the saying, well that doesn't make a Black Lives Matter all bad. Yeah, yes, that is correct. Just having one cop ruins it for everybody. Same with Black Lives Matter. All you see is the riots on TV, not the good demonstrations. But the cops and police, they're not coming saying that what they're doing is right. And they're not justifying. It's, it's wrong. There are some cases where it's actually wrong. But not all are wrong. Same with Black Lives Matter, but they're all fighting and chanting for the wrong reasons. Exactly. Yeah, you, you landed on that last point. They're all fighting for the wrong reasons. Essentially, what, what, what it comes down to, and I think you said this before, is it's a, it's a heart issue. Mm-hmm. At the very, very core of it, it is a heart issue. And it's also an issue of worldview as well. Because if you believe that, oh, there's no purpose to life, everything's meaningless, we're just stardust, bags of meat, floating around and hitting other bags of meat, there's no meaning to that. Yeah. There's, who's to say that murdering another human being, innocent, is wrong? Yeah, you're not. Yeah. I completely agree with you. And so... I, do I really need to list the names who have committed genocide? <laughs> I mean, like, it's, it's ridiculous because if, if you hold to that worldview and then you say Black Lives Matter, you're being hypocritical. You're saying, okay, yeah, sorry, we're deciding on our own basis that, okay, maybe this group does matter. Now, as a Christian, I say, well, number one, they do matter. Black lives do matter. They should be uh, cared for just like white man and Asian man. Mm-hmm. I, I, through this word of God, hold that women should also be cared for because they're image bearers of God. I hold to a higher view of people rather than those people that hold to a Black Lives Matter ideology or a Marxist ideology. I get what you're saying. As a Christian, having, I'm going to reiterate what you said. As a Christian, having that worldview, knowing that God has made everyone in His image, exactly, is uncomparable to a protester of Black Lives Matter in their worldview because they don't have God in connection with their movement. Correct. Yes, okay. I, I would say fun, fundament, fundamentally and foundationally. They cannot make a basis for anything mattering at all. There is no purpose. And so I would march out there and say they do matter. And in fact, here's the standard that says so. And here's how we can make things better. You know what? The gospel. The good news. The God's law and God's good news. Because ultimately we do fail. We're sinners. And the only way we can have true life and peace is through Jesus Christ. Amen. That's, that's, that's the good news. We should be glad for that. Now, obviously, in our natural state, we are rebel sinners who hate God. 
But that's why the gospel in today's world is needed much more than ever before. Yeah. And so, you know, that, that's what we have, to, we have to think critically about that. And so, yeah. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying completely. Because the further I am away from God, I actually catch myself in some, like, things that I, that I should not be doing. And I know I shouldn't be doing. Like, why am I doing that? Well, I've gone to church in the past oh, two months. Say, oh, I read the Bible in the past two months. Oh, I've been going farther away from God. Therefore, it's creating a gap between my relationship with God. It's like, it's the exact metaphor with that is like hanging out with bad friends. If you hang out with bad friends, you're going to have a bad uh, tendencies but if you hang out with god who is all goodness you're gonna not be all goodness but you're not gonna sin as much because you are a follower of god but most importantly you have a relationship with god the son and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you have you have that critical relationship with God, and that's that, ladies and gentlemen, is true life and peace. There is no other true life and peace out there. Acts chapter four, verse twelve: Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Jesus is the only way to true life and peace and true eternal life. And so. You may ask, what does that have to do with politics? Ladies and gentlemen, that has a lot to do with politics. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, lot. That, that is the, that's, at that point, where, where is your hope? In man? In a president? Our, our hope, me and Sam's hope, or Sam and I's hope, I should say, is not, it was never in Donald Trump. I can guarantee you that. Because as we both know, and as probably some of, our, some of you know, he's a faulty man. He's a sinner against... Like, if you had to compare, he's a sinner. <laughs> like, and it, it, it's obvious. But at the same time, even with the new leaders and new politicians, guess what? George Washington, he's been dead longer than he's been alive. Now, you might say, well, that's obvious. But again, for those who put their hope and their trust in politicians rather than the savior of the, the, savior of the world... Yeah, no, it's gonna. It's a pretty big, eye-opening difference. And so, yeah, just putting your hope. Who do you put your hope in? That's the question you should be asking yourself. Do you put your hope in men? Do you put your hope in an organization, or do you put your hope in the Lord of Hosts, the God of Glory? Where do you put your hope? So, do you have anything else to add on that, Sam? No, that's completely well said. And I guarantee you, other listeners are like, how does Black Lives Matter and the gospel correlate? Well, it correlates, the gospel correlates with everything that we do. Because in the Bible, it says, 
what I don't know the exact. It's in First Corinthians. After everything you do, I'll do it all for the Lord. Do it all for the glory of God. Yeah, First Corinthians uh, ten thirty one. Ten thirty one. Yeah, and and just one quick note on what you just said in terms of the gospel and Black Lives. Black Lives Matter. That organization and and the whole grand scheme of things. Yeah. That's actually against the gospel. Yeah. That that's what we're trying to say. They're the most of those people that are a part of the legit, I'm saying legit BLM, which is the bad one, the unlegit one that we should all be saying, hey, you know, like, that's true. We should stand up. The, the one that is in power right now is the Marxist, socialist, leftist ideals that are against the gospel. They are against the fact that Jesus is on his throne and he is king. They don't want a king. Amen. Amen. They don't want his law and they hate his bride. They hate his church. And so, yeah, I just wanted to add that. There really is a big, obviously there is a lacking of God's truth within that organization, clearly. But the gospel does matter in terms of reaching out to those who have been affected by it, whether they've lost a business or they've, because practically right now, it's kind of like a gang. It's like, you know, like an initiation, like, oh yeah, you're good. But hey, listen, like we might need to burn a couple buildings down to prove our point. You know, like it, it's, it's gone to a point in a few states of America that that's actually happened. Now I'm not saying all those groups are doing that, but it is obvious they do have leadership that, you know, they have red-ish kind of color things on their arms and they're telling people to do this. So again, not all, but that's where the gospel is most needed everywhere, but especially to these folks. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna completely agree with that. I nothing against for that. It just and yeah. So then now let's look at the opposing side to Black Lives Matter and who they're against, and that's the other uh, police. So, isn't there a verse in Matthew? A blessed be the peacemakers, for they shall be called. What is it? Children There's of God. Children of God. Yeah. Obviously, servants echoes how much I know the Bible. <laughs> Gosh. Um, but yeah, so it's like, they're just doing their job. Like, okay. many people do not know of the point of view and what a police officers go through every day. Yeah. Oh, it, it's, it's a good work. It is a good work. Like, that's why I, I plan to do after I graduate, and I was a cadet for a police department, but it's like, I've seen some things, and I've learned some things that they deal with, and it's not easy at all. It's very hard, with especially things that they just see. Like, I'm not going to say it because it's explicit, but there's some gory, nasty things. And that's not just because it's their fault. It's just because that's how the world is. Yeah. The no, it's a, it's, a, it's a fallen world. And again, you know, if you're a police officer 
or a, a firefighter, you're, you know, it's a good work. We need men like that. Mm -hmm. But obviously, within men and women, men and women, yeah, men and women, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not I'm trying to sing out like one gender group. I'm uh -huh. just saying, like in general, <laughs> I know they're gonna be like, oh, what about women? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you, you can also be a police officer. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm just generalizing in terms of uh, plurality. You know, so uh, it's a good work for a, a man or a woman to do. Mm -hmm. um, and, and yeah, and they don't know. Oh, the whole story too oh, behind uh, a body cam like oh George Floyd that was horrible that officer should not have put his knee on the back of his neck right that, that's a given but I don't think it was because of his race and I could be totally wrong and if I am wrong how does that determine that all cops are now like that. Yeah, like there are certain places in, in certain states that say we well we shouldn't just have a we shouldn't have a police department at all. Now, obviously, I would hope that our listener that you guys listening would say, whoa, yeah, I I want when I call nine one one, I want to be I want to know that they're there for me. <laughs> I don't. He's like, oh, sorry. Um, What's your bank account looking like? <laughs> What's your bank account looking like? You know, I know that sounds crazy, but at the end of the day, if you make such drastic reforms in terms of letting go of police officers or just having none at all, guess who's going to come to your aid? Only those you know, and if you don't know many people, <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah. So that's a public service that they're there for, the police officers. So if you get rid of them, <laughs> I mean, yeah, use your Second Amendment. I, I would encourage you to do so. But, I mean, they're there for a reason. So. And then police officers don't get paid as much as they should. You know what the average pay is of Arizona? What? It's like, I think when you get out of the academy, it's like 51 a year. Of course, with benefits, but... 51? And I would say, what's the average that, you know, living standard? 70-something? Of Arizona? Yeah. I think so. I believe so, our public service officers of the police department are getting paid 50-something starting pay, correct? Yeah. And the living standard for, you know, just a good general citizen, 70-something thousand a year? Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I don't think I need to do the math on that. But yeah, that, that cool. should give you an insight that, listen, now I'm not saying, oh, reward them with them doing very nasty things. Again, this is one group within the United States, keyword, or keywords, United States. <laughs> this is one area that did something bad. Yeah, putting your knee on somebody's neck is, I would agree, that's not good. So, but at the end of the day, it's only one that in that area. It's not like this is a constant thing happening all the time in terms of all across the states. And even if it is, it's not every single individual cop. So, again. There was actually another incident that happened in Kentucky where it was at a Wendy's. An African-American male 
was reaching. No, no. He had uh, the officer's taser. He somehow got it in a scuffle. And the officer pulled his weapon and shot him. And he killed him. Alright. It was a white officer, a black man. The exact same incident happened, I think, uh, two weeks later here in our own city. But the man who had the taser was Hispanic and the officer was white. How come there was no riots for that? Or any Latino all that's matter or something like that. It's it's kind of biased. You know what I'm saying? You see Latinos in marches of Black Lives Matter. But when it's like against their own race, there's nothing involved. It's a slide. Yeah. So I, I would say that, again, that's somewhat hypocritical. I mean, uh, call whatever you want, I guess. But like again, like it's, it's to the point that we must stand up for all those who are being oppressed against by the government. We have a moral duty from God to help those who are poor, who are in need, who are going over heavy persecution. We're there as a church, as Christians, we are there for each other. And we are even there for those who are, again, poor and needy and don't have a home or are in a bad situation under, under no obligation, but the fact that we love God mm. and we love his word and we love his law. And God says, help those in need and help those that are being oppressed. That's in Proverbs. But Yeah. Now, this is a pretty deep topic. Like, up our first episode. This first like, one, guys. <laughs> yeah, like, first one. Oh, There's many man. more to go. But, yeah, so, sorry if we've, uh, ha we've been having a little bit of audio stuff going on. And so, uh, there might be... We're trying to get better equipment. We can guarantee you, obviously it's the first episode, but yeah, so we're starting fresh and we're starting hot. We are. <laughs> we are starting So. Yeah. And also, if you guys have any uh, uh, suggestions on what you guys want to hear, you could also uh, DM us on our Instagram page. It's. I G A W T podcast and or you can just look up in God We Trust podcast. You'll probably find it. The a logo is a blue with the eagle, a red eagle on it. I DM us and I respond back to you and well if it's a good suggestion, we might take it. If it's not We'll still talk to you about it and have our opinions, but yeah, just uh, also also clarification. We're not like in a full time careers yet. We're just two students, based out of Arizona, and we're just at both our degrees, like we said, and we're or early twenties, just. Still learning about life. So. What are you trying to point out here? That we <laughs> we're not 
like pros, so it's fine. All it's right, nice. all right, so all right, like I, judges, I be like, hey, he's no, what he's doing or talking about. Well, hey, if you have a, a disagreeing opinions, tell us. And yeah, let us know. Like, if, if you want to, yeah. like, again, like Sam said, if you want to DM us and just say, hey, you know, I have a question in your, one of your comments, and we're, we'd be willing to clarify in terms of DMing you back, but also, and that would actually help us in terms of helping us communicate to you guys, saying, okay, you know, we have a question, like, somebody's asking, well, what about this situation, or what about this scenario, or mm-hmm. in terms of, well... I just have a question in terms of what happens in this. And so, and that can give us a new and better idea in terms of episode two, episode three, future episodes and what we can talk about in the future. So you DMing us and even just giving us support and just saying, hey, I, I love your guys' podcast or hey, listen, I, I do truly disagree in one point. If you disagree, you just gave us some good material to work off of. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, we would hope in terms of like, depending on what you disagree about, but nonetheless, like that gives us some stuff to talk about and to also give voice our, hear our voices, yeah. you know? And so I hope, you know, we hope this is a, going to be a blessing to you and you can share with your friends and maybe if they've never heard of, you know, what does God say about racial issues? What does God say about the environment? What does God say in terms of the political atmosphere happening in Washington right now? Or what does God's, what does God's word say and how we should treat one another? That one, especially in today's world, needs to be read on. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so you guys would do us a great deal if you did DM, DM us. So yeah, to your, to your point, Sam. And also, if you have an opinion... Or even if you just want to say uh, that I'm wrong, tell me and prove me wrong. Because I'm just a student too. So I will, I'm also learning. So just educate me. I won't be mad at you. I'm not going to get quote unquote triggered. I'm not going to get PC culture, Sam. Come on. You got to get loose. I'm not going to get butthurt. It's okay. You can educate me. But yeah. And I think that wraps it up for us, huh? Yeah, no, I'm that good episode. Uh, I got nothing else to say, but yeah. All no. right, yeah. sweet. That wraps it up for us. And this is the end of the first episode of the In God, God We Trust, Trust podcast. podcast. Love sweet. you guys. See you guys.